0: And welcome to this week's episode of Across the Bifrost. This is the Mighty Thor podcast, where on each and every episode, we explore the world of Marvel's Mighty Thor. I am Ryan Doe, one of your co hosts, and my other co host, Will Rose, is also here. We today are going to do something in preparation for our Thor the Dark World live commentary that we're doing next week. We are going to rank every Thor MCU villain. From from worst to first today on the episode. Will, <laughs> are you excited for this really controversial list that we've got? Oh composed. my gosh.
1: We're gonna break the internet and the trolls are coming out, the the frost giants are coming out, the worst to first. I mean, that was my middle school band name that that we had when we are a band. So I'm really excited about this. This is fun. I can't, the, I
0: can't. so this is um how do we, so let's, let's set this up for you as a listener. Here's how we came to these rankings and here's how we're going to present this list to you. So we all have, we all like a good villain. Uh, Thor has a few really, really top tier villains that we're going to get to at the, you know, obviously the, the end of our list towards the first rankings, but this list was really a community effort. So, Mm There were a few of us that, you know, my, myself, Will, and Faz, your regular co-hosts, we all had an opinion, so we put our rankings together, and then we threw it out there to our Thor Corps members on Patreon. And they got back to us, and all of our rankings are composed together. So in, the, in yeah. this list, you will find, you're going to say, Will? No,
1: I just I appreciate our, our Thor Corps members. Like, that's, you know, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be here. No, we probably wouldn't be. But like I, I think input from from crowdsourcing this kind of stuff makes it more interesting. Cause then you start like thinking, uh what why? You're like I'm I maybe have a different opinion, but it helps me look at the world differently if someone disagrees with me. So like I, I'm excited about this. And what makes a hero, what makes a good hero is is really like their villains so like every great hero has their rogues gallery their villains that really shapes who they are and so their nemesis really does shape their identity and character and and character development so without these villains would thor even be who thor is so uh, uh, that that's why this is an exciting topic and, and so fun to run down with you
0: so you're totally right and like um gladly as as thor fans we've been blessed with a few really awesome villains but we are going to rank every single one of them and how we have you know we we crowdsourced the results so we'll go from 11 to 1 and some of these entrants are not strictly villains they're more antagonists so Mm. people who thor has come up against whether in competition or combat or uh they, they might not even be actual beings yes uh people the uh, the destroyer armor is on this list so we've crowdsourced the results these are antagonists people that thor has come up against in in battle or in conflict so will are you ready to rank every thor villain in the mcu from 11 to 1 from worst to first mm,
1: absolutely i am and then i'm now thinking about the own villains in my own life and ranking them Oh, number ten, to number
0: one. Oh my goodness! So, like,
1: who are well, the villains? Who are the villains? That, 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 I'm not gonna project. I'm that gonna could project be any of these guys.
0: That could be yeah. an interesting bonus episode. Sometimes it
1: could. It could yeah what? and we put it out for the world to hear and they're like, oh my God Will's gallery? Part oh. Of Will's gallery
0: across across the the realms across the realms of the world tree uh, will has made many enemies that's right
1: that's right Ro- I, just, Ro- I find
0: that hard to believe will because you're <laughs> you don't strike me as the kind of guy that's like, oh yeah, I make enemies
1: all the time right, right. I, I try not to but I'm sure there's some out there I'm sure there's
0: I, I'm sure it's one of those things where it's like if you don't like will Rose, it's probably a problem with you, not with him one of those things <laughs>
1: right or you know i'm sure there's people like oh my gosh rolling their eyes and like of course yeah like i they're yeah unresolved um <laughs> conflict
0: <laughs> but uh well you know what they say every rose has its thorn oh um, yeah so Ooh, yeah let's get let's take a brief break here so that you can compile yourself listeners mm. and we will then jump into our list of worst to first thor mcu villains Okay, everybody. We're going to start at number 11. Number 11 on our list of ranking every Thor villain in the MCU from worst to first is Scourge. Scourge wow. shows up at number 11. Carl Urban <laughs> thankfully <laughs> is, on is list. such a good
1: actor. And I love right? him in everything he freaking does. So it was hard. Someone's got to be last. Somebody. Right.
0: So, somebody has to be last. Why do you think Scourge ended up last on this list? I just, you know, uh, uh, off the cuff, we won't stay on the we won't stay on anyone too long, but Scourge is interesting because he's not really a bad guy. He He has a little
1: bit of a redemption arc. I think he has that redemption arc. He's not necessarily a villain, he only shows up in. You know, a few spots here and there, or one movie, or, or you know, and it it is. I'll, I'll confess, it was hard when I compiled this list for me, and I started thinking about it. It's hard to separate like the comic book version with right. the you Marvel. So, like, I think about him and like the Beta Beta Ray Bill. Um, did I say that right? Beta,
0: beta Bill. Ray Bill. Yep.
1: There you go. Beta Ray Bill. Um, like Dana Warren Johnson's arc in that, like graphic novel limited issue of him in that in that particular storyline it's hard to separate him from the mcu in that and that arc yeah how, how beloved he is or, or his comedic um you know turns from here and there so so yeah yeah i think he's just like someone had to be last he does he has a little bit of redemption arc Let's put
0: him he's he's not necessarily uh, the the mcu scourge is not necessarily a bad guy. He just got cut up, he got caught up with the wrong people. Uh a la Hella. You know, he's seeing all these other Asgardian warriors go down. Uh and he was scared. He yeah, was scared. He's scared. He 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 sides with Hella because he doesn't want to end up dead. Um, so he's one of those so, you know soldiers that you know he's shifting alliances, you know, he just wants to be on the side that wins or the side that stays alive, and at the end, he he survives. Um, you know, he sees what happens to the Warriors 3, he sees what happens to all the Einherjar soldiers and um, he's like I'm gonna think I'm gonna stay with Hela. Um, so he's not really a bad guy, he just gets caught up with the wrong people.
1: He's an Asgardian who loves guns and you know, like in our in our world with the culture wars around guns and how problematic that is yeah, he's... He,
0: he got them from Texas <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, and Scourge shows up in Thor Ragnarok uh, good little side character for that movie, but um, but not the baddest of the bad. Right. So we continue our list to number 10. Number 10 on our list of worst to first, ranking every Thor MCU villain, is Algrim the Strong or Curse from Thor the Dark World. So number 10 is Algrim, which is a character that um, maybe MCU fans don't know a lot about. Um, and uh, Will, what was your impressions of Algrim landing on our list at number 10?
1: the fact that i misspelled his name in our group chat and you picked on me about it that's that's what stands out well, for. what me. did
0: you oh i forgot what did you I don't uh, know, but alvin I you. it was alvin it was alvin it was alvin, alvin. the strong
1: <laughs> when when scourge doesn't even beat out alvin that's a problem that's a
0: problem <laughs> and it just made me think of the the chipmunk song like christmas christmas time yeah. is near exactly exactly <laughs> but uh i mean Al- algrim he's a he's a you know he's kind of just a a thug He's a dark. He's a dark elf that Malakith turns into this big berserking, curse monster, and uh, Thor. Thor takes care of him pretty quickly. Um, you know, the uh, he gets. Uh, he gets what he gets. Like black hole, grenaded uh, to, uh, to to death probably. Um, but Algrim's not in the movie that long. Uh, and he's kind of a side character Uh, he's much more of a main character in uh, the Walt Simonson run that we're going to cover next year where he's actually like a full-fledged villain that Thor actually fights so we have more things coming with Algram in 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 across the Bifrost but the MCU we're probably not going to see him again
1: yeah and I and I love the phrase you just said like black hole grenaded like that's (laughs) on a side note someone write that down because that that has legs somewhere out there in the world. put
0: that in your head cannon and apply it to whatever you feel like you need. Uh, but uh another another uh entrant that was not long for the mcu right uh so our number nine entry on our list of ranking every thor mcu villain and so,
1: so we're is this ours or the like Thor This is like Thor
0: right? So, now. N- so this is all of us together. This is, uh this oh, is myself, everybody. you faz all the co-hosts of the show. And then our awesome Thor members. They okay, have everybody. really, there were a lot of results on this list before we get too far into it. There were a lot of results on this list that without the Thor certain villains and certain antagonists were much further down the list or they were much higher mm-hmm. on the list, but their rankings really did shift our opinion uh and where the aggregate of the list ended up um but needless to say uh our next entrant was not one of them (laughs) number number nine on our list is laufey and the frost giants they are from the first thor movie predominantly Mm -hmm. so yeah Yeah. opinions on Laufy and the frost giants a classic thor villain
1: classic thor villain you gotta bring them in they're so they're such a big part of like well Norse mythology right but also like the origins of Thor and deep connections to Loki so so yeah like they're they're there they're in the family tree and so but but they're a nemesis and it's again it's hard to separate them from the comics and even like the Jane Foster run right um, how important they were in terms of like her forming her identity and fighting villains and all that um but that makes sense like they're they're not on the like the zeitgeist or the top things you think of when you think of yeah or, or the MCU. So, so that, that that's a decent, decent place for
0: them. I, I look at, I look at Luffy and the frost giants, kind of like how I look at some other um villains for different heroes, like captain America will always have Hydra and he'll always fight these kind of nameless Hydra goons. <laughs> Iron man always has aim and he'll fight these aim guys that, you know, they're not really like, they're not really a threat and thor has the frost giants though he's always going to fight frost giants and he's never going to lose to them ever so Laufey and the frost giants are always going to be there and because of their connection to loki uh, i put them a little higher on my list because of the significance with loki and loki being a frost giant and all that but um i thought Laufey and the frost giants are fine they're fine they're just you yeah. know they, they are what I, I
1: they are giants, like they're definitely like again mcu and comics like if somebody was like i just want to before we get to like a lot of dialogue and character development with like thor talking with folks we want to just see him smash up
0: yeah yeah like let's him, the throw that him
1: around and, and smash him ice and shatter some ice across the screen or, yeah. or the comic page and the splash page so i think that we're just going to use them as punching bags,
0: right? Yeah, they're they kind of that villain where you like you can jump into a scene like, oh, hey, Thor's fighting some frost giants. And if you're unaware of what Thor's power set is, they're a good villain to kind of display his his, you know, power set against or his, you know, kind of his moxie against, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of good you can do with them. And I will admit in the first Thor movie, they are quite a visual when you see no, them first, because no. they're the first thing you see Thor fight and they are monstrous. Um, and uh, it's good visual, uh, but they do land number nine on our list. So we'll quickly move along to number eight on our list. Number eight is Zeus from the recent <laughs> Thor love and thunder film. Right. And I know there's opinions about this character and Russell Crowe's mm. portrayal uh, of, of the, the, the leader of the Greek pantheon, but well, zeus lands at number eight on our list not truly a villain but he kind of gets in the way we'll we'll put it that way he gets in the way of thor getting what he needs
1: i mean come on let's not bury the lead he's a dick
0: so what what
1: are are we going to do with this guy on my own list he was last because i think because he towards the last because just we haven't seen much of him we don't know what he's going to do who knows he may have a redemption art zeus I mean, look, Greek mythology. He he is kind of a dick. He he, he sleeps around a lot. He doesn't treat humanity with a whole lot of dignity. So like, no, uh, nope. like, like there there we go. Like so so like I really is the potential of his villainy that we're we're voting this in because right. what's going to happen in the next Thor movie and how he's going to bump up against Thor and all that kind of stuff we're projecting a little bit or that kind of thing. But but yeah, like that. That's a decent. I, I I agree. It's a decent placement in in the pantheon of villains because yeah zeus and thor we want to see that battle before before hercules shows up and realizes that his dad's a dick so
0: we'll go from there it might not take much for him to realize that. <laughs> that. you you and i you and i did have him very low on our list and mm-hmm. i think a lot of that was because he doesn't really do much against thor mm-hmm. Um, but what he does is he's the he he just he's arrogant and he gets in the way and you're just like just give Thor the thing he needs to go fight the villain yeah. that he will actually wants to fight, and Zeus kind of gets in the way. And then there's yeah. that, Luke. like you said, there's that little kernel of potential in that end credit scene where you're just like, Oh, we're not done with Zeus, okay. Not-
1: we're not done now like in your vast knowledge of comic oh book gosh. thor history what does zeus show up i know hercules oh, yeah shows up a lot but does zeus oh, yeah. show up uh, along in terms of the pantheon yep greek, greek gods smashing. Up
0: there North so South. in in thor and hercules's first standoff uh in their first fight all the way back in the 60s uh zeus is actually the one that stops the fight he shows right. up and he decrees that the, the, the battle end. And, you know, there's, there's uh, you know, various different face offs between Thor and Zeus, Hercules and Zeus, you know, the Asgardian pantheon and the Greek pantheon. It's I mean, there's literally a storyline called the War of the Pantheons, where all these different God characters get together and they they rumble. So, yeah, <laughs> Zeus shows up a lot in those like oh 60s, gosh. 70s. Thor stories, especially the one, obviously, especially the ones with Hercules. So um, um,
1: so fun. Oh, there's a, it's,
0: a lot to draw good. from.
1: Yeah, that's great.
0: So cool. let's uh, let's move on to mm-hmm. number seven on our list. Uh, and number seven on our list really did. He showed up very briefly, but he accomplished a lot in his brief uh, appearance in Thor Ragnarok. Number seven on our list is the fire demon Surtur. So ah. Yeah, Surtur in Lord, in uh Thor Ragnarok, he's there at the beginning, he's there at the end, and nowhere in between. So, what do we think about Surtur ending up at number seven on our list? Well,
1: yeah, well I, I put in our list like Faz put these, and he can't join us tonight. And no, Faz, he can't. We love Faz, you. You're doing the uh, good really beloved like, Faz is not with us. Man's justice, human's justice. You're you're doing you're, that. God bless you. But the uh like. He, he, um, he put these long explanations (laughs) beside his... He did. It is is like an essay. It is, you know, um, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to make a lawyer joke, but like, even though he would talk to me about not liking dogs, even though I really do, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to stoop to his level, but we have, um, we, (laughs) but he put these on, and all I did was put by, uh, speaking it. What do you Uh hear? You hear that? You hear my dog? no. Woodrow. You have opinions, yeah. This this
0: is Will's dog Woody. He has all the things to
1: say, and and yeah, Woody, you're right. Surtur is very Lord of the Rings, and so like for me, I love this idea of like this fiery, volcanic, volcanic like villain that is emerging out of like this Iceland volcano um, with Norse mythology. So I just really love love this film in norse mythology and everything
0: speaking of speaking of faz's uh or as i would say the closing arguments that he gave for everybody there you don't want to make the joke i'll make the joke yeah Um, he literally for sorter he just put big monster that's it and and (laughs) sometimes especially with a character like thor really you just need a big monster for him to fight and mm-hmm. i love that uh, uh one of my favorite voice actors clancy brown voices Surtur. i feel like there's very few characters that clancy brown hasn't voiced he actually voices odin in a few of the uh, avengers cartoons so nice. uh he de- definitely uh familiar with voicing marvel characters so Surtur was a really good uh choice and he was a great choice to have as that character but Surtur shows up in that awesome opening scene of Thor like beating him pretty quickly and I remember being in the theater like, "Okay, Surtur is kind of the whole reason Ragnarok happens." Yeah, yeah. So, where is this movie going? And then at the end, literally Surtur destroys Asgard. And he's the one that, you know, is is kind mm-hmm. of responsible for yeah. that all happening. And I think without without that act at the end, Surtur is really low on this list, um, but it, he Surtur
1: and of uh, the the wolf, are they yeah, like Fenris? They, yep, Fenris. They're like a team. Are they uh, a team?
0: No, I mean not in the MCU not okay. in the MCU. So, um Fenris is really connected to Hela in um in the who is showing up on our list a little bit later. No. Um Fenris will show up uh kind of with Hela on our list by the way. Um they're very tied together. So, uh Surtur, no she uh Surtur and Fenris are are their own entities um in Ragnarok, but yeah, Surtur- for, the record.
1: for the record uh uh fast like it, like a wolf dog I love I love that thing.
0: just putting it out there making it clear. Uh, so let's move on to number six on our list Mm -hmm. number six on our list is again we're doing antagonists we're not doing purely villains Um, so uh, these are uh, beings or things that have come up up against Thor in combat or battle and that is why the sixth entrant on our list of Thor villains in the MCU from worst to first is the Destroyer so yeah. The destroyer is like you know, most of the war fans will know it's an armor. It's a it's it's more of a an item than it is an actual thing. Um so you know it it kind of requires you to have like a someone embodying the destroyer armor, but destroyer ends up at number 6 will. It's a fantastic character, I guess, character I, in quotes. <laughs> yeah, like I I think it was higher
1: on my list just because it's the OG, like it's right. up there at the top of the first
0: movie. You had the Destroyer really it. high.
1: I did. And it's because like it was in the first movie. It was the first big major villain. Could Thor topple or beat this thing that, you know, Odin created to defend whatever? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. And I don't know where its first appearance is in Thor comics, but I'm sure it's pretty pretty early. Pretty early. And I don't know where he fits at all in Norse mythology. Or was it Does just this. a Marvel?
0: Yeah, it's, it's a Marvel a, thing. It's a yeah, Marvel no, thing.
1: like the early Vikings did not have any concept of like this, uh, like big, huge robot armor thing that's filled with lava that's going to kill people. I don't know. Laser um, beams, <laughs> laser beams for eyes. I doubt the early Norse Vikings, um, had that idea. But like in terms of comics, it's pretty classic, like a, a major, huge, giant thing can you imagine yourself beating this thing and and it's a good it's a good test of strength and yeah and and vigilance so like yeah i, I ended up pretty high it's it's a good
0: one it's a good I, one. when we all put our results together will had the destroyer so high that i was like what will? is uh what's going on with will that's uh that's pretty high for the destroyer but I really enjoy the destroyer armor for one reason cuz in the po- in the part of the movie that Thor faces off against the destroyer it's the pivotal worthiness moment it's the pivotal time where Thor realizes what it means to be a true hero that it means sacrifice and putting others before yourself right. and it's it's in his conflict against the destroyer that he kind of comes to that realization so the destroyer is a good he's he's a good kind of set piece for thor to have that realization so the destroyer ends up at number six
1: and 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 like it's it's an it's a it's a venue or a a tool for which thor is second guessing like the motives of his dad right right big part of like the thor you know um character development is like how do I understand my dad and Odin and his shadow or how I was raised and like if my dad created the destroyer, uh who is my dad? Like what is his character? Like, what what does this mean? So like yeah, I, I like I like that aspect of thinking about his family tree in light of like these things that my family
0: creates. (laughs) Right. Right. And we're going to, you know, there's a lot of destruction that this family creates and we're definitely going to be getting to a few more of those uh, a little bit higher on the list, but we're going to go off to a different planet for our number five entry. We're going to go off to the planet of Sakar to meet our fifth entry on this list. The grand master played by the, incomparable jeff goldblum uh again uh, uh, yes, i
1: like i like i like thor i like i like the <laughs> way he moves and where he goes and
0: yeah thor's sparkles
1: sparkles i'm mildly attracted to him and we'll see what happens uh, there's my goldblum uh and, and you know story.
0: i think it's serviceable it's serviceable yeah
1: i think i can get cast on starting out live they'll they'll take <laughs> <me>.
0: <laughs> sure <laughs> but uh i mean the the grandmaster is such a cool Ah. fun kind of quirky character yeah um that you know fans of of comics will know him as one of the elders of the universe you know he's uh he's related to the collector who is in the mcu played by the equally enigmatic benicio del toro and uh goldblum brings something really fun to this role in the mcu where you could have just kind of made him like a a kind of a generic despot where he's like oh everybody fights for my amusement but goldblum like i don't know what it is about him in this role it just makes it more fun
1: it really it really does and he was just such a good addition to the whole mcu and that movie that added so much is a brilliant casting and um yeah i hope he shows back up and kind of like the hulk you know, the She Hulk and like the. the that, be, that would be fun. Like, like, all right, like the Hulk went off and came back. And I, I don't know where how that all fits in, but like, I hope he shows back up. That'll be awesome.
0: I, I really enjoy, I really enjoy the Grandmaster. There's not that the, he, when he's in parts of Ragnarok, which he's not there that long, but he kind of chews the scene and you're mm-hmm. like, Oh, I'm really enjoying this scene. Uh, You know, no matter, no matter what, but uh, Jeff Goldblum as the Grandmaster lands at number five on our list. Now our next entrant on this list was probably the, the member of the list that benefited the most from the <laughs> Thor getting their opinion spoken which by the way thorcore members you are awesome i don't know if i agree with you on this one because number four on our list is the lord of the dark elves svartelheim's own malekith the accursed played by uh christopher eccleston uh from Mm -hmm. the dark world who we will be we'll be talking about at length next week everyone's
1: favorite thor movie everyone's (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> we we probably don't need to go too long on malekith because essentially next week we're going to be doing a whole commentary on malekith uh, so uh, malekith lands at number four will thoughts on on the dark elf malekith here,
1: yeah yeah here's where i think he benefits from being like a part of the thor movies like i i i think that like he's just in the zeitgeist or the understanding of, like when you think of thor villains in the all the movies he's there he's an antagonist right. but I don't, again it's hard for me to separate him from the mcu with like the comics like we just had a big war of the realms he right was big nemesis he was so creepy despicable and awful and despicable when the whole jane foster run with with jason aaron all the way into war of the realms created that like there's a lot of history with that where he he is so depicted as a, just a, such a fantastic villain in that. So I don't know if that comes into play or just like, you know, everyone's favorite Thor movie or the everyone's fourth f- <laughs> place Thor movie. Yeah, um, right. in that. And and so that's why he gets number four because he's the the f- fourth every everyone's favorite fourth Thor, Thor movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing that Malekith suffers from the most is that he's in Eccleston's performance in Dark World. Like, Eccleston's a great actor. Like, it's not, he's, he's, you know, he's been good in other things that I've seen him in. So, it's not a, it's not a, I don't think the actor is not good. It's, I think they wrote him as a really dark, like, not not dark. Obviously, he's a dark elf. Ha ha ha, Ryan. But <laughs> in in his comics, uh, he's more impish, and he's more sadistic, and right. he is he's much more Joker esque in the way that he kind of picks people apart. But they kind of stripped him of a lot of that characterization in Dark World, where he's ju- he's just he literally his goal is darkness. Yeah. That's his only goal is darkness, and it's just really hard to connect with that um yeah. you know especially after we had the first movie where loki is this you know he's this bitter brother that hates his older brother because his older brother got everything that he ever wanted and he just wanted to be loved and accepted and malekith is just like no i want to turn the lights off yep okay um <laughs> really hard to connect with that man um, but malekith <laughs> does uh he does land higher on this list in in my opinion because he is a main thor villain Uh, Not only in comics, but he does kind of headline the antagonistic side of Thor, the dark world, which again, we will talk about much more next week Mm. during Mm. our live commentary. So we're going to take another brief itty bitty break um, to just remind you about the Thor core and uh, and also Thor core members. You just need to know this. Without you, this list looks totally different. And Malekith is probably like number 10 on our list. (laughs) So. (laughs) You Thorcore members are awesome. And uh, we'll be right back after this brief little message. Okay, everybody, Christmas is almost here. And usually around the Christmas time, we get into the mode where we give gifts. And this year, fourth Christmas, I want you to give yourself a gift. I want you to give yourself the gift of the Thor Core In our episode description, you can follow the link there to join our Patreon group. Join the Thor Core for a few bucks a month. You'll get early episodes, bonus episodes, and you'll be able to determine the course that we're gonna go in 2023. We're also gonna have some great exclusives that only the ThorCore members can get over on Patreon. So think about it. We hope that you will consider supporting the show in that way. Regardless, you're listening right now. You're supporting us by listening to the show. Maybe share it with a friend that you could give the gift of Across the Bifrost that way, too. Either way, we hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) Okay, here we go. The final three. You've probably done some math yeah. at this point and realized mm-hmm. who the final three are going to be, but you don't know what order they're going to be in. So Ooh. here we go. Number three on our list of Thor MCU villains from worst to first. Number three is Hela, the goddess of death. Mm. Kate Blanchett for the win. <sighs> Kate
1: well, uh, not. I, have, I had her hired. I had her higher. You did it.
0: You had her, uh, you had her second runner-up. I did. I did. Both did, actually. We both had her very, very high on this list. Yeah. So good on us for trying, Will. Good yeah. on us for yeah. trying.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think literally Hell is named after Hella. So come on, y'all. You're like, in terms of villains, hell, hell is pretty high on the list. <laughs> right? Like, and so she controls Hela, death. She <laughs> controls death. And Kate Blaine, and that, like, just the headgear um, alone.
0: The girl came amazing. packing.
1: Oh, my gosh. The girl came packing. So, yeah, good pick. Uh, yeah. Top three. If she was in the top three, I would have questioned all things that are good. or Yeah. In the world. I would have questioned my own existence and gone real <laughs> nihilistic if if uh, I if hadn't been in the top three. So, I'm, I'm glad she made it.
0: We'll say this about our top three entrants and hella being being one of them. None of them on anybody's list were ranked lower than four. so th- these top three are pretty universally agreed upon,
1: yeah, yeah
0: right, and right. so hella, Hella is definitely in the mix. Um and I think you know in the MCU alone, Kate Blanchett's performance elevates this wow. character. Uh, a very cool kind of mysterious comic book character. I think Kate Blanchett gave hella this attitude to her and this gravitas where I mean Kate Blanchett is a, a an award-winning actress. She has done so many, you know, big franchises. I, probably one of Will and I's favorites. She's been in Lord of the Rings as Galadriel. And wow. um I, I just absolutely loved her in this role. I thought she was menacing. I thought she just played off of hemsworth and 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 loki and tom hiddleston so well um but hella is i mean it's really really hard to vote against her man
1: and and she's one that like i i it's hard for me i mean we're all humans i'm not gonna fanboy a whole lot if i meet somebody i'm like cool cool you know i think what you do is cool but like if i met her in person i i may be speechless (laughs) i mean i would be like (laughs) what do i do <laughs> a puddle of pudding and i'd be like okay remember that time you were an elf oh remember that time you were the goddess of death ah oh, that was a cool time.
0: you you would turn into chris farley and then yeah, SNL i would be it? i would
1: 100 like uh so if you ever got her like message her and see if she wants to be on this podcast you know Mike, have, you know kate blanchett we'll like,
0: if you would like to be on this ridiculous little podcast <laughs> <laughs> I think we can fit you in somewhere <laughs> we
1: can fit you in. We, we'd love to talk to you about like how you embody this uh, number three villain, number two villain in Will's book. so anyway.
0: So uh, Hella is immortalized at number three on our list. Mm-hmm. number two on our list and I just want to stress that the final two people, the final two characters were separated by maybe two votes total. Yep. So here we go. Number two on our list of Thor villains in the MCU, worst to first, is Gore the God Butcher, mm-hmm. portrayed by the amazing Christian Bale. So, Gore lands at number two. He's had a big year, Will. He's got his, he got a movie. He got <laughs> internet outrage. And now he lands at number two on the Across the Bifrost prestigious list. He got a redemption
1: arc, all in one movie. Yeah. Uh, so,
0: what do we think about Gore at number two?
1: Yeah, I I love that. Like again, uh, I'm keeper beating the same drum, but like it's hard to like one of my favorite Thor arcs of all time, comic book arcs of all time. Like just peak comic book creation is the God Butcher, Um and and so it's hard to separate him as a villain from what I read and experienced way back when when that when that was ongoing to the movie and so um it is hard for that but like I think I think I don't know where I put him but he was I, I think top three I think yeah him?
0: you 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 yeah, had, him, had him you had him in the top four yep
1: i had him top four and so and that's just because of the movie depiction and so it w- it's so hard to put all that you know years of his development in the comp book into like one movie but but in terms of what they illustrate in the movie yeah he's a god butcher man you you like if you're gonna have thor go up against a villain and and he's a god then you got the god butcher yeah That's, gotta
0: have a god butcher Gotta have every, a every... pretty high it's pretty high up there in villainy every god needs a god butcher <laughs> but no i mean seriously great i think one thing that really elevated this and this was something that Faz definitely wanted us to talk about cuz uh Gore mm-hmm. was his number one. And um on this podcast Faz has been the the one uh, spreading the gospel of love and thunder wherever he wherever he would go. So the one thing he really wanted to emphasize was that Christian Bale did this scene chewing performance where he was so weird and 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 uncomfortable like all the scenes with the children are just like they just kind of make you cringe a little and that opening scene of him with the with the arrogant gods you know was so good cuz you know I- immediately you're connected to his his anger and his struggle and um i mean his power set with all the shadow monsters um you know that's uh you know from from the comics it just he provides such a cool visual. He provides such a cool uh, kind of connective point when it comes to, you know, human, human stories. Oh, how many of Mm -hmm. us, and we don't mean to get any, we don't mean to get, you know, preachy here, but how many of us have felt overlooked, forgotten, and, and discarded by the things that we've believed in at some point. Mm -hmm. Gore is, Gore is kind of the pinnacle of that in, in uh, in storytelling.
1: Yeah. It just embodies, those kind of big questions that everyone has asked and are legit and authentic. So so yeah he's he's voicing and embodying um the angst the grief the questions that people carry around and so yeah he carries that weight and, and deserves the de- deserves to be in the top three and yeah to be number two. Yep.
0: That leaves us with only one more entrant well I, I think be. most people yeah. could have predicted this one. Oh yeah I think so but, so. but I but again I stress Um, our 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 thor core members and our community of of, love hosts we went back and forth and there was only a few votes separating gore with our first place entrant Mm. on this list of thor mcu villains from worst to first and that is loki the god of mischief Mm. played by the amazing tom hiddleston
1: yeah and yeah tom if you want to you want to come on the podcast? Yeah. Talk to about
0: <laughs> Tom Middleson, if know. you and Kate Blanchett are hanging out sometime and you just want to have you
1: together you and talk about how you embody the characters <laughs> and what was your motivation? And if you read oh, the comics goodness. before, did you read the comics before you? He feels body? like a guy that would have. I, th- I think what? Well, there, there's some study and there's some homework that's being done. But yeah, I mean, how could you choose anything else? The OG, the original villain, the nemesis from the get go, from way back, you know, BC. Um, <laughs> From Norse mythology through comics, right. whatever. Like Loki's it. So I, I think who even has his own spin-off series of several. Of, uh, yeah, several spin off series. Like I it, it's yeah, there's no competition. Loki is the one. And he has his redemption arcs. He's, right. Is he a hero? Is he villain? Does he second guess his his ways? Does he wrestle with his identity? Of course he does. And that's like the 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 depth of like a villain you know one one bad day breaking bad the choices you can make along the way how you're going to respond to tragedy or trauma you know determines what your position and posture in the world so so yeah loki loki deserves number 1
0: Good choice. Uh, he was, uh, he was my number one, uh, pretty clearly, because uh, I think Tom. You know, we're talking just MCU stuff. Tom Hiddleston and Chris Hemsworth came into the Thor franchise being relatively unknown, right. and Hemsworth rocketed, you know, up. He did action movies on the side, and he was doing, you know, Avengers movies. But Hiddleston kind of became this like hidden gem where like we could just like we could sit back and enjoy a thor movie and just know that he was going to take like steal the show. And I think him being so good in the role is what led to the Loki Disney Plus series. Absolutely. You know, we've now gotten to the point in the MCU where Loki has been a, you know, quote-unquote good guy or an anti-hero just about as long as he's been a villain. Mm-hmm. And he was he was the 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 title, you know, villain for the first Avengers movie. So Loki yep. really has put his stamp on the MCU from the first Thor film, upcoming to next summer Loki season two. So we're not even done with Loki in the MCU. No, Most of these all. characters were actually done with. And he's the
1: one it. that brought the Avengers together in the comics right. back in the 60s.
0: <laughs> he, literally, he's the first villain they face so uh i think loki will always be one of those characters where his value to thor comics marvel comics and the mcu is always going to be understated uh loki is a great character tom hiddleston is a great actor and he lands at number one on our list of ranking every thor mcu villain from worst to first so fans listeners thor Corps members mm. are you happy with the results do you want to rage against us? Do you want to rage against <laughs> our rankings? Um, feel free. Um, you know, it's a, this is really, like I said, this was a community effort. We put this together, uh, the co-hosts and I uh, and our awesome Thor Corps members. Uh, we we were able to put this all together as a team. So thank you, everybody that took part in this. And uh, Will, do you got any final thoughts for our our rankings of these Thor villains from the MCU?
1: I love the collaborative uh, effort that we all put Absolutely. together. That was that was fun. Like whenever you do like end of the year rankings or top ten or favorites or like you Google favorite or top ten whatever uh, insert name or geekdom, it's always fun to see. And then and then you kind of. You you're judgy uh yourself, like uh, oh, I wonder if I put that there, or i put that there, <laughs> what's going on? And that's what's fun about it. But yeah, the collaborative effort, super fun and, and good to think about all these things. And now I like I'll confess, like I'm as we're talking about this, I'm like, I'm gonna watch the first Thor movie tonight. Or oh man, I can't wait to watch the dark dark War. Like they there, I like I can't wait to go back and, and watch some of these things. Makes me want to watch these movies again and really kind of think through and, and look at the headliners or the villains in them
0: you know that's a good that's a good way an unscripted good way to segue mm. into what we are talking about next week i also just want to say i love the collaborative effort i love our community our small budding little group of asgardians mm-hmm. uh, along along the bifrost i love you guys you guys are awesome and that's why next week we are pulling out all the stops and we are going to uh put together a live Reaction commentary to Thor the Dark World, Mm. where myself and my fantastic, mighty co hosts are going to be sitting here just chatting every second of that (laughs) glorious film. We're going to be talking and we're going to just be chatting and hanging out for a little while. So, if happy birthday, Ryan, it it is kind of my birthday present. Uh, so (laughs) I, I wanted to do something fun. Uh, and Will and Faz and I were just like, hey. Let's talk about Dark World. It's. It was. We did. We did a commentary a while back on the first Thor movie, and we haven't revisited the commentaries. Uh, but I feel like right now it's time. It's time to do Dark World mm. as kind of an early Christmas present to you, the the great listeners of Across the Bifrost. So, <laughs> I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will love some things. I'm sure we will not love other things. And I'm sure uh, we will have a few drinks along the way. <laughs> so, it's going to be a lot of fun. That's what we have planned for you next week. So I I don't have anything else for today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, everybody. I hope that wherever you are in this holiday season, no matter where you are in the realms of the world tree, uh, whether you're in Svartalheim, Muspelheim, Niflheim, hopefully you're not in Niflheim because that would imply some stuff. Uh, Maybe you're in Midgard, Vanaheim, Alfheim, Svartalheim, Midgard. Oh, man, have I named all of them? Maybe. Maybe. Um, But wherever you are, Whatever you're doing, however you're preparing for this holiday season, we do ask you to do one thing, and that is to stay worthy.